everyone. Welcome back to the Inspiring Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Anitra Rice, licensed marriage and family therapist and educator. Thank you for joining me today and joining me on my journey as I heal, inspire, and become inspired to hope in every area of life. I'm so excited to be with you, and I really, really enjoy spending this time with you. So thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Happy New Year. I'm so happy about um, just the the promise of a new year. Uh, This is my journey of, for those of you who are joining for the first time, I'm a double suicide loss survivor, and I lost my two oldest sons, Josiah and Jaden, to depression by way of suicide. And this is just me documenting my journey of of healing. Um, We lost Josiah December 7th, 2019, and we lost Jaden April 19th of 2021. And I've gone on just, just, I'm always intentional, but I've been very intentional about my healing and uh, just, yeah, and I've, I've come so far, but I'm still, of course, just continuing to heal and continuing to discover uh, who I am on the other side of this, this tragedy. And God is not disappointing in any way. And I'm just so grateful. Um, so I want to say also that as a, as a licensed therapist, uh, I don't talk to my clients about um, my faith, but being that this is a podcast and it's my podcast documenting my journey, I do talk about how loss has impacted my faith walk and how it's impacted every area of my life. Um, So, yeah, so join me um, as I uh, learn to live afresh and anew and and inspire you and and also become inspired. Today, on today's podcast, I want to talk about uh, stillness instead of striving. And uh, we're going to be getting into intentions as opposed to resolutions. So... I'm sure you guys have seen all the ads for all the weight loss and what you're doing wrong and how this product can make it right. (laughs) And, you know, the gym memberships and uh, the weight loss plans, the eating plans, the new and modified this, that, and the other, and the YouTube ads saying that if you're doing this that you've been doing for the last 30 years of your life, you're doing it wrong. And if you're eating this, you're absolutely eating the wrong thing. And this is what you need to eat instead in order to lose the weight that you've been trying to lose. And it's like, good grief. Like, how in the world are you coming up with these new things every five seconds? Like, <laughs> it's so frustrating. But, and, and it can, you know, I admit that at different times I have jumped on the bandwagon of so many different um diet fads or ads or things like that and um and just you know been on the the merry-go-round and uh some things worked in some short term and um some things didn't you know or some things worked for a longer period than others um but 
It's exhausting. That's just the bottom line. And so I invite you instead to enter into stillness instead of striving. So at the end of last year, um, in about maybe November, December, um, around certain points of the year, the Lord calls me closer to him and and I'll hear just whispers in my in my spirit that uh, that this time is sacred. And that's what happened um, at the end of November going into December. And I knew um, that the Lord wanted me close to him because it was coming up on the third uh, anniversary of Josiah's passing. Josiah is my oldest baby. He was 20 when he passed. And, and so one of the things that the Lord was speaking to my heart was about striving. And instead of striving to lean into him, to trust him for the things that he said that he would do and the things that I was um, just believing for and for the purpose that he has uh, intended for my life. And, And in that leaning, to he calls me away to stillness and honestly that's really been the the i would say the theme of my healing if you if if i could call it a theme i don't know exactly how to how to say it but in the midst of the darkness i felt the lord calling me, especially after um, losing Jaden, my um, second oldest son, just 16 months after losing Josiah, um, there wasn't at times much that I, I could say or I even knew how to say. And it's so interesting because I say often that my breath was my prayer. And it's only until recently that I've come to learn that that's like a, a, a real thing. <laughs> like I've heard of breath prayer before, but I've, as the Lord just continues to call me into a deeper practice of, of contemplation um, and just silent prayer, I'm starting to understand uh, the power of silence and stillness in his presence. Oh, that's my little baby Zelda. I'm sure you heard her shaking her head. Um, hey mama. But one of the things that uh, has been really interesting for me is this, this call from, I, I hear in my heart, to uh, contemplative meditation and centering prayer and and a new way of understanding prayer. And I'm writing about it now. I'm finishing up my book, uh, Sojourner of Grief, and I'm writing about my experience 
with with prayer and my experience with the expansiveness of God and how my faith walk has changed. So, I mean, just in huge ways um, after the loss of my sons and, and just going deeper into my walk with God. But one of the things that I'm, I'm learning is that instead of me striving in prayer and striving, and what I mean is like uh, demanding that God does this or asking for this or asking for that. And it's okay to ask. I'm not saying that it's not okay. But I think about losing Josiah and Jaden and I fasted and I did all the things and you know I'm I'm a therapist and at the time I was in school to be a therapist to become a a marriage and family therapist and I you know for years and years and years I always believed in you know me myself being in therapy so that I can be the best mom to them that I could possibly be and of course you know I was instrumental in them finding therapists and you know psych uh, psychiatrists and their medication and and just talking to the doctors and you know as they got older um just you know advising them on different things as they spoke to the doctors on their own and making sure that they did this and said that and So I was just doing all the things and just a couple of weeks before Jaden, my second oldest passed, the Lord called me on a fast for 10 days. And it was one of the most powerful experiences I've ever had. And he told me that I was fasting for Jaden. And it was, I saw my prayers for him being answered like rapid fire. But the biggest one that he would not leave this earth prematurely, especially not by suicide, it's it it wasn't answered. It was, you know, then I understand that, you know, my children and us as people, we all have our our wills and and I understand mental illness and and all of those things. But after after doing all the things, I I just was baffled and just hurt and confused. Like, Lord, why? How? And what I'm learning after that, after so much pain, is how it's how to sit still in God's presence and sit with God just because he's God and to learn to love God just because he's worth loving and without asking or, you know, or uh, saying, you know, I know that you're going to do this and I know that you're going to do that. And again, it's okay to uh, quote the word of God back to God. But for me, the journey, this side of the journey 
has been so restorative because I'm, I could not use words. I did, it was just, I didn't have them to say. And so learning that God just desires my presence with him, with him and that I can hold space for the people I care about or the people that I'm praying for, even strangers. I can hold their pain in my heart as I sit with the Lord and that he hears my prayers. He hears, he, he's filling with me, has been so powerful for me. Um, going into like, you know, stillness as far as like striving and this year and, and things like that, I wanted to talk about um, what I've been learning um, as far as just physically striving, working so hard in so many different ways to get a desired outcome and it feeling like I'm like spinning my wheels and just feeling so overwhelmed and feeling like I'm burning the candle at both ends. And what God was just showing me was that, Anitra, I want you to do things from a place of peace and trust. And I know for me personally, I can be a high functioning depressed person and that can be one of the tells that I am depressed if, if I'm just like super busy and doing all of these things and my mind is going, 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 going. And when I stop, I just want to just curl up in a ball and go to sleep. And so especially during this time of year, um, for me, it's super important to pay attention to myself in, in that way. Um, and to make sure that I'm taking time for stillness. So in the morning when I wake up, not just hitting the ground running, but sitting still and having that, that quiet um, time with the Lord and in meditation and in prayer. Um, and when I feel frustrated to stop and acknowledge how I'm feeling, even if I'm frustrated with myself, which I've noticed this morning, I was like, I'm frustrated with myself because this didn't happen the way that I wanted it to, or it's not going the way that I want it to. And I was just like, huh. And so when I noticed it, I acknowledged it. And then I immediately began to um, become compassionate with myself uh, just for the fact that some things are just hard. And so um, I invite you to begin to uh, take some time for stillness and just, just to notice what it feels like just to breathe. Notice what it feels like to sit in silence and with your hands on the steering wheel and just noticing the sounds, you know, as you drive or or just sitting silently before you drive, preferably, <laughs> and just noticing the sounds around you, noticing your breath and noticing um, the sounds of nature. And if you are of Christian faith, just begin to love God or try to love God. And if you're not there, that's okay. Just to sit 
and just acknowledge, God, you're here and I don't know what to do with that. You know, when I was in a certain point of my healing, I wasn't talking to, to Abba. I was like, um, so I'm not Catholic, but uh, <laughs> I was talking to Mary, like, um, Mary, I know you lost Jesus. And I, I cried and I wept that she, as a mother, knows my pain. And so I was like, can you relay this message for me <laughs> back to Abba and Jesus too? Because I'm not happy with them right now. And so if that's where you are, it's okay. God sees and he knows. Um, one of the things that I need to get some tea because my voice is going out. Sorry about that. One of the things that um, has helped me to uh, release striving, um, but at the same time continue gaining strength and learning to cultivate uh, a practice of, of gentleness with myself is yoga. And so for me, when things get difficult in yoga, I, I used to become so judgmental of myself when I couldn't do a pose or um, when something was just challenging. And so what I've learned to do is just pay attention to my body and notice when I'm tightening up or tensing up when something feels difficult and then paying attention to uh, what I'm saying to myself. Like if I'm, if the thoughts are like, dang it, how come I can't get this? Or dang it, why is it so hard? I'm judging myself instead of going, okay, this is, this is challenging. And then breathing into it and, and feeling where I'm feeling the tension in my body and just breathing and relaxing into it. What I've learned is that I've become stronger and I've become, I've gained greater flexibility just because I've learned to be compassionate with myself. I was actually talking to a client today who's an athlete and um, was giving her, uh, talking to her about her relationship with herself as it relates to her, she's a gymnast, her sticking some um, of the flips that she was having a challenge with. And as I began to talk to her about her relationship with herself and we began to process that, she realized that uh, using self-compassion and being gentle with herself actually gave her much more confidence to try the difficult things than when um, she was feeling frustrated with herself before. So I just invite you into that. I will tell you this too. So yoga with Adrian. Oh, she's my favorite. She's on um, YouTube and she's free, free. <laughs> she's free because everybody likes free. <laughs> she's on uh, YouTube and uh, she has a third at the beginning of every year. She has a 30 day uh, yoga practice a series and this one is called Center, which I thought was so cool because I've been practicing centering prayer and which goes, uh, there's an app uh, that you can download. It's called the 
Centering Prayer app. <laughs> Easy peasy, right? And uh, go ahead. Like, I'm not getting any kickbacks from anyone. I'm just, when I love something, I talk about it. If I, if there are people that I follow that I'm gaining so much value out of, I'll talk about them. And because I'm just a passionate person and I just believe in just spreading love and goodness. So yoga with Adrian, and I'm going to be talking about the things that I'm learning as I journey through the process. Um, I think we're three days in because she started on the 2nd of January. But yeah, if you want to check her out and join me in uh, practicing, uh, please do that. I'm on all the socials, uh, Anitra L. Rice on on Facebook and then Inspiring Hope Podcast on Facebook as well. And then I'm also on Instagram with uh, Anitra Rice. So go ahead and follow me, like, share, um, and uh, we can talk about it together. Um, Yeah, so stillness instead of striving. And so here's the intention. So I looked up intention because I was thinking, how can I? Come on, computer. Okay, there we go. Uh, I looked up and trying to figure out, okay, how can I talk about intention? And um, and I don't know if these definitions were working for me, but I'll read it. <laughs> this is on dictionary.com. An act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. So what I got out of this definition is uh, determining mentally upon some action or result. So what is, and so from there, I came up with some, some things that we could do to help us with our intentions rather than focusing strictly on the action. So the resolutions, the res, you know, it's, you know, every year it was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And sometimes what ends up happening is that people have these huge resolutions and they're very, very lofty and there's no set path of going forward from where you are today, like including what you're going through today, your mental state today, your physical health today, uh, all the things that are going in your life today, and including those things and planning out exactly how to get to this goal. And sometimes we reach it and other times we don't. The, the, The painful part is that so many people don't. But if, like I said, if we are focused on uh, how we're feeling in the moment and learning how to lean in and trust and pay attention to um, ourselves and being gentle and kind and compassionate to ourselves, we're much more likely to reach a goal than if we're beating ourselves up. Uh, Beating ourselves up at times, you know, sometimes it works. But for the longevity of a thing, that will burn you out more quickly than if you approach something from a compassionate, kind place. And so I was thinking about this. So think intention instead of resolutions. And the first step, the first step would be 
how would you like to feel at the end of a certain uh, uh, time frame or at the end of a certain goal? Um, how would you like to feel? And so, for example, at the end of this 30-day yoga um, series, I like to feel more connected with myself, uh, more accepting of myself, of where I am, what my strengths are, what my growth areas are. I like to feel more in love with Anitra and that I feel more supported by myself. Um, and then the second thing is think how you'd like to be treated during this process. Now, this, you know, we can't control how someone else treats us, but we can control how we treat ourselves, which is the third thing. How can I support myself and how I'd like to be treated? So the thing is, is that we are oftentimes more harsh and critical towards ourselves than we are with anyone else which is why I, I love the fact that while I'm doing yoga, mama, you gotta get down, I'm sorry. You're moving and stuff. Okay, baby. <laughs> and so I love that in yoga, I'm able to, um, I'm able to just really connect with myself and discover like, oh wait, I am being, um, pretty harsh with myself and so how can I change uh, my speech but then also noticing that when my words towards myself is are unloving or unkind I feel it in my body like my body starts to tense up think about when we were children right and if you got yelled at or fussed at or you know or you were about to get in trouble for some reason how did that manifest itself in your body I can even feel it now just thinking, thinking about it. It feels, you, I feel anxious and I feel jittery and I'm less likely to perform my best. But for me, when, I, when I'm praised or told that I'm loved or, um, or just encouraged, I feel stronger and more capable and I have better endurance. So the same thing, you know, when we're... Um, when we're setting a goal for something or an intention for something. So uh, I want you to start paying attention to how you're treating yourself, how you're speaking to yourself in the process and think about how can you support yourself? What are the things that you need to hear? Um, what are the things that you need to hear? And begin to say those things um, to yourself. And what are uh, ways that you can support yourself in your in whatever it is if it's you know the way uh, you eat and or you know working out and all of those things like you know baby steps are steps and sometimes we set these big lofty goals and then we uh, sabotage ourselves because we haven't considered like I said all the things that are going on in our world so be kind to yourself and so the first thing was um, think about how you would like to feel at the end of uh, this this thing. 
and second how you'd like to be treated and then the third how can you support yourself um, in how you'd like to be treated okay so that includes the words that you say to yourself inside your head and and please 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 and uh, uh, join me on this journey with yoga with Adrian for the center practice for the month um, okay so the next segment, we're going to be getting into our mindfulness and our mindful meditation. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. We're about to get started with our self-compassionate body scan. If you are driving, please do not close your eyes or take your focus off of what you're doing with driving. In fact, if you would please pause this and return to it when you are safe and uh, uh, parked. Uh, and if you are at home or somewhere where you are able to sit um, peacefully, then go ahead and I invite you to join in our practice today. So sitting with your back straight, with your head, heart, and pelvis aligned, with your feet planted on the floor, and your hands relaxed in your lap, either with your hands on each leg or maybe fold it in your lap whichever is comfortable for you and focusing in on your breath not changing anything but just noticing your breath noticing what it feels like to breathe in then breathe out and then on the next breath breathing in deeply and then a verbal open mouth sigh. <sighs> and just continuing to breathe normally. And just notice what it feels like in your body. Maybe noticing your chest rising and falling. Your tongue, your stomach going in and out your shoulders going up and down. Now focusing in on the in-breath. As you breathe in through your nose, noticing where you feel it most. You might notice a cool sensation as you breathe in. Just notice. And now, taking your focus to the out breath. Maybe even noticing the slight pause that comes right at the end of the breath. Noticing the beauty that comes at the end 
a new breath is right there. That life is renewed and rekindled after every outbreath. That hope is refreshed after every outbreath. Now just noticing even the relaxation that comes with the exhale. peace that comes with the exhale. And how each part of the breath is a part of this beautiful cycle. Of hope renewed, hope restored. Each new breath comes a new opportunity to just flow into relaxation, into strength, into relaxation, into encouragement. And now, taking our focus our feet and as we notice our bodies just notice any thoughts that arise and if any of the thoughts that arise are thoughts that are unkind just noticing it and holding it in awareness Then, saying to yourself, I'm so sorry that you suffered in this way. I love you and I'm here. As we notice our feet, moving up to our legs, Just noticing any sensation that is there and any thought at all. Just returning it to the focus here. Moving up to the upper legs. There may be judgments as we think about the things that we want to do to get rid of this and to get rid of that. Notice it. Notice the feeling that you feel with the judgment. And then say to yourself, I'm so sorry that you've suffered in this way. I love you. I accept you. And I am here. Moving up to the buttocks the glutes and up to the midsection, the pelvis, 
the belly. Noticing any thoughts or insecurities that arise, any sensations in your body. And kindly begin to just speak kind words to yourself. I love you. I accept you. I am here. Moving up to your back, low back, the mid back, and the upper back. Noticing any sensations. There might be itches or twitches or anything. And just noticing it. And breathing into it with loving kindness. Moving down to your arms. In your elbows. Your forearms and your hands. Noticing any sensations that are there. Moving from your belly to your heart space. And maybe even putting your hands on your, on your heart and saying, I'm so sorry that you've suffered. I love you, I accept you, and I am here. And just noticing what that feels like. And if you feel resistance to those words, just notice that too. And see if you can just give compassion for the fact that you are having resistance. And that's okay. Moving up to your shoulders, your neck, the back of your head, the top of your head, your face. Seeing if you can relax your face. Starting with the eyebrows, the eyes, the cheeks, the mouth, the lips. Now taking in your entire body in awareness, and taking in any thoughts that are there, any painful thoughts or unkind thoughts, and just holding it in awareness and saying, I see you. I see you, I love you, and I am here. And if that's difficult, how about having compassion because it is difficult? Because it's difficult to say and difficult to receive. Having compassion for yourself for that. Just for a moment, just sitting in what you're feeling in this moment, just holding space for it. Whatever it is, it's welcome here. Whatever it is, you're welcome here. Gently open up.
opening your eyes. Hey everyone, welcome back. Just closing out the podcast today and just to remind you to check out Yoga with Adrian, the 30-day uh, series on centering. Uh, it's amazing. In fact, when as soon as I'm done with this recording, I'm going to go ahead and do my practice for today, for this evening. Um, and thank you so much for joining. Uh, don't forget to set those three uh, intentions and uh, to remember stillness to take time just to be still, even if it's um, doing this uh, compassionate body scan meditation. And of course you can rewind it and do it several times if it's helpful for you. Um, And lastly, to remember and to take time to remember what's true, what's good, and what's beautiful. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Next week, I'm so excited because we have our first guest on the podcast. Uh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. It's the gratitude guru himself, Russ Terry. So I am so excited. I can't wait to um, share him with our listening audience. So uh, be on the lookout for that because gratitude is so, so underrated. And it is so, so very important for um, inspiring hope and healing. All right, you guys. I love you, love you, love you, love you. Sending out so many hugs, big, 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 big hugs and high fives. All right. Take care. Bye.